New Q post going into who and where the pedophiles in government are. We're going to go into this right after a word from our sponsors. You don't want to miss this one. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Now, in the latest Q post, we have 4628. He has a link to FBI.gov, and it is a Freedom of Information Act Privacy Impact Assessment Sentinel System. And it talks about how information is collected and privacy information and uses and accuracy of information. Now, Q brings us to the point of files do not go missing unless seventh floor direct involvement. So, you know, the leadership, the shadow government there, follow the logs. So, um, seventh floor is no more kind of situation if you are a Q long-term follower. Now, um, follow the logs is, of course, uh, those who accessed the information may lead us to who disappeared the information, of course, right? Now, 4629, we have a US ta USA Today fake news article saying how QAnon is radicalizing Americans. Can you believe this? How QAnon is radicalizing Americans. Can we talk about how radical Portland is? Or Chaz, Antifistan? point-blank executions of little white children that go completely ignored by fake news because the skin color didn't match the, the, the narrative that they wanted to push, right? So why is it that fake news has such a problem with QAnon? Well, it's because they're exposed and QAnon is replacing them as honest media. Essentially, that's what we've done and that's what we're doing and that is a big part of what the Q movement was about. Remember, very early on, and he hasn't said this in a long, or the team, I always say he, it's just a habit, but the Q team hasn't said this in a long time, and I do believe it's usually just one guy um, posting. Sometimes it's Q+, which is like a message from Trump. But um, the team hasn't said this in a long time because we've done such a good job at it. We did not need to be reminded. And that is break the fake news break the MSM remember that well we did we did such a good job that all they can do now is whine about Trump and attack him and then attack us and then repeat rinse recycle that's all they got so Q says corrupt controlled enemies of the Republic 4630 moving on it's a lot actually there's a lot of long posts going here tonight, so it's going to get interesting. Now, how is blackmail used? 
I want you to see a list here. Democrat Illinois State Representative Keith Farnham has resigned and was charged with possession of child porn and has been accused of bragging at an online site about sexually molesting a six-year-old girl. Democratic spokesperson for the Arkansas Democratic Party, Harold Moody Jr., was charged with distribution and possession of child porn. Democratic Radnor Township Board of Commissioners member Philip R. A.H.R. resigned from his position after being charged with possession of child porn and abusing children between two and six years old. Democrat activist and BLM organizer Charles Wade was arrested and charged with human trafficking and underage prostitution. Democratic Mayor, uh, Tex, I'm sorry, Texas Attorney and Activist Mark Benavides was charged with having sex with a minor, inducing a child under 18 to have sex, and compelling prostitution of at least nine legal clients and possession of child pornography. He was found guilty on six counts of sex trafficking. Democrat Virginia Delegate Joe Morrissey was indicted on charges connected to his relationship with a 17-year-old girl and was charged with supervisory indecent liberties with a minor, electronic solicitation of a minor, possession of child porn, and distribu distribution of child porn. Are you seeing a pattern here, folks? Q continues with all of these Democrats in this list, Jerry Studs from Massachusetts Congress, um, Democrat former mayor of Stillwater, New York, Rick Nelson. Democrat former mayor of Clayton, New York, Dale Kenyon. Uh, former mayor of Hubbard, Ohio, Richard Keenan. I remember that one. Um, former mayor of Winston, Oregon. Uh, there's a misspelling there. Uh, Kenneth Barrett was arrested for setting up a meeting to have sex with a 14-year-old girl who turned out to be a police officer. <laughs> I love it when that happens, um, and then they cry, and they're busted, and they go to jail, and usually someone kills them in jail, honestly, um, because pedophiles don't last long in there, and that's the whole cold, hard truth of it, and um, I think that's part of, hopefully, what will dissuade many of them from victimizing children, that fear. They know what happens to them in prison. Now, um, of course, I'm not encouraging anything fake news. Don't try to take me out of context. If I could, I'd make them last in, in prison for hundreds of years and suffer through it for what they've done to children. I don't want them to die early. I think that's too easy. Former mayor of Randolph, Nebraska, Dwayne L. Shutt. Uh, former mayor of Dawson, Georgia, Christopher Wright. Former mayor of Stockton, California, Anthony Silva. Former mayor of Millbrook, New York, Donald Briggs. Former... Let's see, party leader, Democrat party leader for Victoria County, Texas, Stephen Jabor. Terrence Bean, party chairman for Davidson County, Rodney Mullen. We have a Terra Hot, Indiana. Uh, I'm sorry, official from Terra Hot, Indiana, David Roberts. So it goes on and on. And of course, Q says um, dot, 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 because it just continues and it continues and it continues. It's forever. It's a culture. But it doesn't stop there. I didn't read the Q post, but I did see that they were super long, and it caught my eye clearly just the word Republican and Democrat before I could... I always like to read it with you guys first and, and do it fresh, but um, obviously I could see Republican, Democrat in the list over and over and over. So 
the next one here starts with uh, Democrats, but it goes into Republicans because this is not a, a one-party issue. Yeah, Democrats are certainly where we're seeing a lot of the issue lately in terms of overt corruption because that's the, that's the full frontal party attack. That's the deep state's um, first attack division. But the, the real danger is the fake MAGA. The real danger are the, the rhino Republicans. The real danger are the pedophiles in power on both parties. So continuing, it goes through, and I'm not going to read each one of these lists because this is a very long list of, of pedophiles. I mean, this guy was distributing a video clip of a five-year-old girl being raped to Republican Committee Chairman Jeffrey Patty. My gosh. Okay. This is a culture, and this is a culture of blackmail, of positions of power. If you get them on tape with kids, you own them. So moving on to 4632, same thing. We're going through a list of Republicans here. This guy, Nicholas Elizondo, director of the Young Republican Federation, molested his six-year-old daughter and was sentenced to six years in prison. My gosh, anyone that could hurt their own child. It's a hard world for kids as it is. Um, parents are flawed creatures, especially this generation of parents. You know, and it's a hard enough world on these kids if they don't have a parent to stand by them. When their own parent is the monster, who do they have in their corner? Sometimes I wish I could adopt all of them, you know. Now, 4633. We have another list. Here we go. Democrat. Here's, here's one that stands out with Jeffrey Epstein. Democrat donor and billionaire Jeffrey Epstein ran an underage uh, sex brothel and was convicted of soliciting underage girls for prostitution. Remember that one, right? That was a big example, Epstein. Well, here's another one, uh, Anthony Weiner. That was a big example. Pled guilty. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Here's another big example. Okay. Asia Argento. Gary Becker, I mean, these are some bigger names. Aide to Blair, uh, Mayor de Blasio, Jacob Schwartz. And, and you notice that a lot of these people in their campaign sometimes will take the fall. Like one of Bill Gates' people will take the fall so he doesn't have to take the fall for pedophilia or something. Or they'll take the blame. Never him. It's always the people around them that, that get stuck with it. So there's a lot of that that happens. There is a culture. But how many times before you realize that it, it's not the employees, right? How many times does Hillary Clinton's friends have to rape kids before you realize she likes to hang out with people that rape kids, right? Um, anyway, what happened there? My, I think I clicked the wrong thing. Okay, so continuing uh, from 4633, that's another really long list of examples and I encourage you to to name and shame them I mean don't even let them ever publicly run for office or or speak or anything again without pointing out what they did you know legally but shame is such a useful tool it, it's not fun to use it but it is something that's really necessary I'll give you an example we used to shame sluts 
when we stopped shaming sluts, the rise in single motherhood and child abuse correlated to that. I don't want to be mean to anyone. I engaged in slutty behavior when I was a kid, and I sure wish people had shamed me out of it. Not a kid, but, you know, as a young man. So we all want to kind of avoid the confrontation. But frankly, in in society, we need something to stop bad behavior. We need something to disincentivize it. The government tries to do that with a hammer, stealing people's money and transferring it to others. They do it badly and they create more problems. People could do that by shame. That way there's no violence necessary. You don't have to run up to a Jeffrey Epstein and knock him out. It's better to just point at him and say pedophile and let everybody hear it. Let them be so ashamed they can't go in public because they don't feel the shame unless people see them feeling the shame, right? Because they're psychopaths. They don't care. They have no sympathy for their victims. However, they understand reputation. So shame is a very useful tool. It's how we avoid violence. And the, Q- the QAnon movement is all about name and shame. It's all about pointing out who the pedophiles are so that justice can finally take its course in the courts and through public opinion. We may not get all the pedophiles in court, but if they're truly guilty, the court of public opinion will hold them accountable simply by no one will want to do business with them or associate with them. They'll be hated and shunned. That's powerful. And it could have saved a lot of kids if we had continued to shame slutty behavior. Now we have the rise of single motherhood generation. I was one of those kids. Now, 4634, I came out lucky. I really did. 4634, why did it take a political outsider to finally confront China? So what, what, what really confuses me here is the context with which he's bringing China. He goes directly from pedophiles, 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 blackmail to China. So we always assumed that Epstein was a Mossad operation, right? And Maxwell is a clear link. Her dad was Mossad. She was his handler. A clear link. She was a recruiter and an and a abuser herself. And she was sort of the puppet while Epstein was the social uh, puppet. Uh, she was the puppeteer and Epstein was the social puppet who enjoyed the, the pedophilia himself. The addict that she could control. So it was Mossad. But how involved is China in the blackmail and the entrapment of powerful people? They're pretty darn overt about doing some pretty bad things, including organ harvesting, right? So sure, they're not going to be above using children for sex and using them for blackmail. They'll probably have an army of trained 11-year-old honeypots. You know, that's just how the Chinese operate. There's probably a honeypot kid school or 10 of them in China. Who knows? They organ harvest victims. Over here, you wait months for a kidney, maybe. Over there, you can order it to go two weeks, and they'll guarantee it without even knowing who the donor's going to be because they know they can get it, because they know the government will take uh, innocent prisoners and murder them, largely Christians, largely um, Falun Gong, largely the uh, Muslim Uyghurs, 
over a million of them, I think, are in slave camps in China now, right? So what lows will China not stoop to? You know, in the CCP, when they took over under Chairman Mao and his wife, his crazy wife, they boiled people alive and ate them. Ate them. Really. I'm not joking. It's a piece of history that's covered up. The flesh banquets, they called them. It's it's pretty, like, demonic, really, if you think about it. Just like in old history of, of like, Old Testament stuff, um, blood gods, all that. It Today is worse than ever in some ways. It didn't... It's not like we're more civilized, you know? So I'm going to refresh and see if there's any more Q posts. Looks like not. I do want to leave off with um, just two points because that's what I wanted to make for my... Um, kind of leave it off with a better tone. One of those is there is a clear standard emerging, but I think people are beginning to see it in the the local um, judicial area with local uh, activist district attorneys that Soros funded into office, like the Kim Gardeners of the world. This California DA asked police to consider whether looters needed what they stole before they charged the looters. But she'll file uh, hate charges against you for painting over a BLM um, street mural. So it's a clear double standard, and it's racially based, and the government is being used by a race, largely, an ideology mostly, this Antifa, anti-capitalist, you know, anti-conservative, uh, anti-white um, ideology to, to smash down political opponents. This is why we have ch uh, separation of church and state, because churches and different religions would do this to each other. They would get control, and they would abuse other religions, because they hate each other, because they disagree on some pretty important and profound things. Now, I'm not going to get into a philosophical or theosophical um, or theological uh, discussion, however... This is an important part of Western Republic, well, a democracy, a functioning democracy. If you if you want to try for that, I don't think they work. Uh, it's just mob rule. But Western society is built on on many concepts, including things like freedom of speech, including things like separation of church and state. Now, freedom of speech is easy to understand. We can see that. We can see the need for that clearly in our daily lives, and especially in the last couple of years, right? We all can tell why freedom of speech is important. This is a really good lesson, and this is a really important uh, time where people could learn this lesson and, and really take it to heart, I hope. Um, and maybe not my audience, because you guys know this, but maybe when you're sharing with others, on a deeper level, this is an important concept. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what happened? Okay, thank you. A roach. Uh-oh, I'll get it. Thank you. It's a dead roach, too. I think the cat's already got it. Thank you, sweetie. I, I'll close with uh, one other thing after this, but I, I just think it's important to understand why there was a separation of church and state. It protected all the religions from each other, and it kept it neutral. And although this isn't a religion, um, this is an ideology, and it's very similar, and the results are the exact same. Ideologies are taking advantage of of government power 
to hurt their uh, political opponents. Now, what do you think happens in a society like that? Well, one side wins and the other side loses. And when both sides know that, they're both going to start to use the weapon. They're both going to start to use the government hammer. Now, I don't want to see Democrats shoving their views down my throat, taking all my rights, um, depriving me of all of my liberties and property, overtaxing me, diminishing everything, uh, importing the third world, um, changing my culture, overtaxing, I, I probably said that, um, indoctrinating my children, uh, force vaccinating. I don't want to see all of that. But you know what I also don't want to see? I also don't want to see uh, forced re-education of gay people. I don't want to see the kind of what the left would assume is going to happen if, if Trump were to get power, right? With the, the kind of crazy right-wing fear-mongering that they promote that you would see under sort of a, a, a truly Hitler-type regime, okay? And by the way, Hitler was a socialist. National Socialists, right? That was the Nazi party. Um, and, and there were elements of fascism there authoritarian collectivism that's what fascism is that's also what communism is they're both the same thing so I don't mean to get it all philosophical I just wanted to to kind of hit that point um, it is important so uh, I want to leave it off with good news and that is uh, my attorney Todd McMurtry uh, his partner Lynn Wood these guys just beat two big fake news companies and counting so far for uh, Nick Sandman of uh, the Covington student fame, and uh, they they hit them very hard. I don't know what the final uh, end amount, amount was because they settled, and that's not disclosed, but it was big, probably in the tens of millions. And uh, now he is threatening to go after Jack Dorsey and to take his ass down. Now, we need this frankly. And I already texted Todd. I said, hey, we need to talk. What can I do to help? What can stop bit burning do to help? We're here. We're ready to go. Lynn Wood is the kind of sort of uh, super lawyer, and that's Todd's partner, that could uh, take an issue like this and win it just like he did for Nick Salmon. And who better to help than the the stop bit burning group? And we, we've already gotten most of the players on the list, right? So, I'm very excited about this. This is the beginning of something big, and I don't think he would be making this threat unless he planned to follow through, given his past history. This is encouraging news, including he's been making other statements like this. He's been basically politely begging Jack Dorsey to not pursue the route he's going and threatening to sue for a while now. So if he's outright saying take his ass down, um, I think it's about time. And I stand at the ready, sir, to help. So with that said, um, I want to say thank you. Hopefully you found this to be of some value. And uh, if you did, please share it. We will see you on the next one. I'm going to run along and help my little one with this dead bug or whatever it is, roach or something in the kitchen. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. If you want to support this, you can join our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. You can support our sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors. And um, we'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos, out.